everyone. So there's someone that we've been constantly calling out on this podcast, and he has heeded the call, and he's here to serve. It is none other than Jake. Shut, shut, shut. Don't say. Let's see if people can tell based on my good, chewing. Okay, who chews like this, guys? Think. Okay. It's a very special episode. We are having Jake Turks with us. He's co-hosting, and we're going to get into it. Oh yeah. All yeah, those but- questions that we ask, we're going to get answers to. Finally. Okay. I'm very excited about it. All right. But before we start, uh, can you guys take a guess what it is that I'm chewing right now <laughs> for 10 points? There's no way anyone could figure out what we're feeding Jake Terry. What this is right now? Unfortunately, it's a we- superfood. It is, is it a superfood? It was so. probably a superfood like in year 1269. <laughs> yeah. We're like, hey, we discovered this new thing that actually. Carrot. Whatever. It's carrots. It's carrots. And olives. Yeah. No, the olives don't have the crunch. So you don't like the olives? No, I love the olives. Aren't they very good? No, they are. But I could eat the olives. No one would hear. Like it doesn't. Like, but that's true. There's no sound. Right, right. right. How many guests do you actually invite into the studio? Uh, we're very selective now. It's weird. Well, not selective enough because I got in. (laughs) (laughs) We would do. We we need we need your input. I mean, especially and hop around quick before become a rov or something. (laughs) (laughs) You look like a rov. I do, I do. So for for those of you who are not watching the the live stream that doesn't exist, <laughs> um, why, why don't you describe the site before you um, and skip over the part about the olives and the carrots? So there's a there's a long frock. There's a there's but that long always payas. was the yeah. payas I never saw before. The payas are new. I never saw the payas. You were like what very happened? long payas to Judaism or something <laughs> like where that come from? No, it was just like where these payas come from. Yeah, like, has it been fifteen months already? No, because how'd you hide them? Yeah. Those are really no, long payas. I think you were yeah. just even like, for curl. They're yeah, really you were long. Thinking how did you grow them in such a short time? <laughs> right. I always knew that they were no, there, just concealed. It was yeah, a concealed carry under, under the yarmulke. Where, where did they go? No, they were around the ear. Around the ear, and yeah. I missed it. Uh, maybe I was wearing headphones. No, it was also no, no, no. You made you, you made like a little bundle, like no, a little chavila. Yeah. No, no, no. It was around. Oh, was, oh right, correct, yeah. correct. And now well, when, they're but, down at the sides. What's the story? Yeah, um, the sto- everything has a story. So how do you know? But you're right. It's Let me a good hit. guess. It, it's not even a story. It's just I decided I wanted my, um, I guess I wanted my outward religious appearance to mass to uh, match my inward lack of education. And that's what I, I basically did this in honor of the New York Times article. Oh, I decided, you know what, I'm going it. to now, as I am the epitome of someone who's uneducated, according to them, I will try to also ah, be the epitome of a Hasidic, Hasidic Jew with my pace. Love that. It was love kind that. of like, why not? I'm, I'm 36. I had my pace around my ear since I'm 13. And I'm like, you know what, now will be a good time for me to. Wait, you just came from Newsmax, you said. Yeah, I did. But you, you, I did, yeah. So you still? I, I don't. I don't I'm watch Newsmax. But yeah, that's fine. You don't. Have, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I'm not missing much. You don't. You don't mention it. <laughs> no, no. Tell me. Other. No, tell but me, I'm tell saying. Me, are you what, still doing? You you're still doing segments with them? Yeah. Yeah. Regularly. Mm, depends. I mean, honestly, like the excitement kind of wore off. <laughs> um. I mean, they're they're growing. I mean, they are, they're hot. They are, yeah. You know, before I mean, we Trump get to is their Max. number one. No, so so I, I actually I actually have more of a focus on. Um, setting up people for hits. Like if uh, there's someone who has like an interesting story and like I would pitch to them and I would say, hey, listen, uh, is this a story that you guys uh, would be interested in? Because I would have a, a great guy to, you know, be on the air. And then, you know, I would coach them if if necessary on, you know, especially people who've never appeared on TV before and it's live. So like, you know, I might give them some basic tips. Now, did you get any pushback on the past? Are we the only ones that mentioned it? Or have you been getting... 
Have people been like making mention of it? Did well, Newsmax say anything? No, see, because you were on without the payas many times. See, that's the irony. You guys have the privilege that you can call you it can out, say it. But like right. someone who's not who's not like you guys, which by the way, I know you don't know who these people are, but they're Jewish. I can, <laughs> I can attest to that. Um, you're you kind of feel like. If I maybe today is like I don't know some holiday that right. the Jews do this, and if I ask, they might <laughs> right. be offended. I can't ask them, so they kind of go with it as if no, there's nothing different. Everything's fine. <laughs> hey Jake, what's doing? Yeah, I love the hairdo. No, they're hair. not even. They can't <laughs> even hairdo. Well, oh, you love the hairdo? Why? Because today's Hanukkah. Really? So that's why you noticed it? Aha! Uh-huh. Like, whatever. I don't. They know. can't get involved. It's too. It's too risky. It's too no, risky. Pe- too people risky. are pe- no. People are sensitive. Look. Let's let's even say there's zero risk involved, right? You don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, for sure. So if you can avoid it by not asking one for sure. question, for sure, you know, right? I well. guess that's true. You know, you, you always see these the people walking around on Ash Wednesday. Yes. With, yeah, uh, with, uh, with with the cross yes, on the forehead. Yes. Thing, I don't I don't say a word about it. Yeah, it's not Nothing. like oh, nice ashes. I no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> But but you know you, you just don't involve yourself. It's yeah. too sensitive. People you don't know. It gets how cancel culture. Gonna, Everyone's also scared of yeah. You don't know how also. people are going to take. But also home. for practical purposes, like you want to not get into the whole discussion for an hour and a half about the, the about about the pace or the ashes or <laughs> do, you know let's just move right. on. The, right? less, the less is more. We wanted to ask you a bunch of questions. We, I have a very long list. We're not going to get to it. The first thing we have to talk, and and listen. The last time we did this, there was a lot. You were very guarded. You weren't telling us really how you felt. You were being very politically correct. About what? About I everything. was very open about my... No, you would what? not. Give me an you example. Would not. You would not. I will Give not. Give me an example. Because when we shut See, the mics... See, you're being guarded now. No, because when we shut the you mics... You guarded. When we tell shut the mics, example. you were yeah. like, okay, now that the mics are off, let me tell you the truth. And you yeah, started because we dishing. Live in, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so you got to so, dish okay. a little more to, to, the, so, to the audience here. Because you didn't start with a disclaimer. So so the way to do it right would be, hey, guys, listen, uh, Turks might say some like really like hot topics over here and just... Hot takes, rather. And uh, some of them might uh, be able to be held against him. So pay very close attention <laughs> and make sure to cut out the part and bookmark it. And then so that he gets wait fired. until he is the most vulnerable. <laughs> you don't have to do it right now. You could, but you don't have to. Wait till he's so vulnerable and then, then pile on. Just boom. Do that. <laughs> Try to destroy him. Okay, fine. Fine. So yeah? we know you can't, you can't do that much, but you could give us... I'll tell you what you cut out last time. Yes, I no, remember one me. thing I, yeah. I said that, that did not make it, but you're going to cut it again. Which? I said, I very clearly said this, and I only said it on your show. I said, if, if Chaz Shalom, right after this show, like, like something happens and I, and I die... You guys are going to be viral. You're going to be the most <laughs> famous people in the world off of my death. We will not cut it this time. It's no. so dark. But, but but you did cut it. You remember? You I, remember? I, we it must came have. up naturally. Yes. I don't remember we how how, have. but it, it was natural. Because it, it's dark, bro. You it can't, is. Can't say that. But it's, it's true. He, so true. Chas v'shalom. Chas v'shalom. 100%. Yes. No. 100% hey, look, true. I survived since then and Let I've done so you, many you know interviews. Who also. First shocking. Yeshiva Week. Yeshiva World. Yeshiva World, sorry. Yeshiva World News. Yeshiva World. It would be the top this story the, on Yeshiva yeah, World. Top story. And we would be top. No, it would be like, did. what was the last thing he did and whatever. Right. And what, then they'd be like, calling us for like, you know, how was it? You interviews. Know, what, what, what was, was his like? mood? Did he know? They say the Nishama knows. Yeah. yeah. And then my like. You should fake it, by the way. Or people. <laughs> we should <laughs> do this together. <laughs> we'll, we'll both benefit. No, because the people say, you see, he made Ayn Hara, you see? Yes. Right? Yes. See, but the joke is on them because by the time this is published, it's like weeks later. It's so no, 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 no. wait. If something does go down, it's gonna it's coming, coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> it's coming out. Ready or not, Unedited, here we come. We're just wow. releasing. Oh yeah! Wow. 
Clap a rhyme, man. We'll forget about it. Now, and now you're thinking like the immediate aftermath. Like imagine my great grandchildren. They're like, what was El Tazaidi like? <laughs> and they're like, oh, hey, this is, this is a podcast he wants to. I mean, we can't find out about our great grandparents. Shout out to all my grandchildren and great grandchildren listening to In this. Future, I yes. love you guys. I'm thinking about you a lot. <laughs> Where right no, now. No, not a joke. <laughs> okay, we want to talk about Biden. Well, I'm sorry. Go, going from the grandchildren to the to the Biden, to, to the, the grandpa, grandpa yeah. to the the real Altazadi. Oh wow! We we asked this question. There was we we played the clip of Biden talking about his father asking him to give a purple heart to his uncle. Yeah, that whole thing never happened. We know that for a fact because they were both dead long before he was vice president. Uh, yeah, well, he's right. So this was in. 2000, uh, sorry, 1998, 99? Right, exactly. 99, right. his uncle passed away. Yeah. His father, I think, passed away in like 2002. And then and 2008, then eight, nine. Well, right, nine, until, nine yeah. right. So we know that this whole thing. So really, where we ended up was there's two options. Either he's a big fat liar or he must have extreme dementia or maybe both. I don't know. Or there maybe there's another answer that maybe we don't know. Maybe there's a brand new category. Yeah, so what's going on? Um, what's going on with him? What's shot there? What's shot that he? I mean, he lied about so many stupid things when he, he still had his when he yes. was still like completely like in the eighties. Like why? Yes, his yes. first presidential yes. run, right? Plagiarism. Maybe like, yes. he lied about. Oh, I graduated with three degrees Honors, at the top of my yes. class. I mean, come on, you know that people are going to figure that out. In George a Santos. George Santos. He inspired. We'll, we'll, get, to Santos. But you know we'll what? get to George Santos. But you know what? We'll get to George Santos. You know I what? think George Santos is a genius, by the way, and I'm going on record as saying it. Okay, I think he's a genius. Tell me what. Uh, let's hear. Because if you're going to lie, lie big. He got elected. And he has not told a word of truth ever. Every day, there's another George Santos. Another thing came out today that his, his campaign manager or something, he forged his signature, which is an actual crime, which may actually end up getting him thrown, thrown out of Congress. Mm-hmm. But like that he pulled this off, you got to respect it. This guy's going to make a lot of money. That's my theory. Uh, yeah, except that if like... Except that it's sociopathic. Yes. It's insane. It is. But how does, how that, how he, does that equate to How did he pull it off? How do you it, pull it, it off? It is, yeah, because it is no one cool. could believe it, no, that you cool. could lie that much. It's cool. Who right? has the guts to even say, you know what? I'm going to prove a point by it's like the Makoshish ate him essentially, except over like a prolonged like year and a half campaign run and and all that. And how many people he had to lie to every time he introduced himself? Like you know, yeah, every time. How did it, he keep up yeah. with all of it? He had to juggle so much. And he succeeded. He got elected. But as you pointed out, he did it with a cheshbon. Like Trump will lie with a cheshbon. Trump's, Trump's lies, like if you try to understand them, they almost all make sense. Like he'll lie about, about crowd size every single time. Yes. He never said the actual number of a crowd. He will always exaggerate it by like 20%. Right. And we have video. So yeah. why are you, and why we are you know, saying it? Yeah, exactly. They release a number. We know how many seats are on the stadium. Why would you right. say a number that's bigger than? Because he wants you to talk about it. He wants people to that, say, oh, well, there weren't 70,000. There were only 46,000. He's like, ha ha. So at least you admit that at 46,000 people came to my... That's his really? whole idea. Yeah. Oh, a big percent of his lies are so that people should call him out on the lie. And then subconsciously, you're like... So on a subconscious level, a lot of people are impressed. They're like, wow, 46,000. Okay. And 72,000 the other time. No, wait. 72,000 was the number he gave out. Really, it was only 55,000. Okay. But still, it's still like... they're it, saying Trump the back got 55,000. You're like, wow, he's getting big crowds. So ah. there's a... There's a uh, there's a method to the madness there. Yeah. wow wow that's right? amazing that's amazing but biden's lies are incoherent they're, they're no, not they're not there's no consistent. there's no, there is no to them. and i wonder if a lot of them 
And a lot of these lies he repeats. He says that over yes. and over again. He keeps saying that Hunter died in Iraq. Not Hunter, but yeah, Bo. Not Hunter. I'm sorry, Bo. Right. Yeah. He keeps saying, keeps repeating yeah. it. And you know what? Who is going to go over to the president of the United right. States and say, say, sir, the story you said about how your son died, you're off by six years. Sir. Yeah. No offense. And, and, and it was a major, you know, he died of cancer in a terrible way. Like you can't- Cancer that he could have... He could have gotten as a result of his right. duty in Iraq, which right. is what, the, right. which is why it could be in his mind the same right. thing. Right, right, right. But, but, but the purple. So that you made a connection, but the purple heart, we still don't know. You can't even. I, I'm looking for a connection to reality. Is there a connection? Any connection to reality? Because I don't believe. He, I don't believe he was not lying. a purple heart. Did he give him something else? No, he was dead. No, no, he was dead long before. before. No, as a senator, I don't know. Maybe he was part of some, in ninety ninety eight. Maybe there's a different guy who's someone else's uncle Frank. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, Would I, you ever ask him that question if you had audience? No. Do you have audience? Because you used Not to be much. with Trump a lot. Yeah. Well, no one has audience. I mean, very few people, even within his own, like I'm not going to say inner circle, but very few people have access. access to him. Even people who work in the White House. I mean, you think that's intentional? There. Do I think that's intentional? On whose part? Maybe he doesn't have the stamina to, to talk to too many people. Meaning, I don't know. is the White House making sure to keep him off to the side? Because, you know, the Republicans do say that all the time. Okay. Do you think there's a possibility of truth to that? That they're, in other words, they're keeping him because guarded. they know. They, of course they're keeping they him They know guarded. we don't know what he's going to say. Right. We're going to yeah. put him, he's going to talk about Purple Hearts. Okay, you want to know, you want to know what I was uh, discussing with Newsmax? I'll tell you one thing that uh, just came up in the conference. So, so what, what, one of the meetings I had over there, what I wish moving, and the guy's like, what do you think would happen if Biden announces he's running again for re-election? Because I have this whole theory about, about what's been going on with the documents. But he and, did. And he said, he, I mean, he said he, said he was going to run again. No, yeah, he, but, he, he didn't, but he didn't He didn't make an official so thing. He, but, so he, he says, what do you think would happen if Biden, like, like, actually officially announces he's running for re-election? I said the White House would just contradict him and say yeah no he, he that's not official policy and uh, <laughs> we've seen that happen yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so yes, he would say yes, i'm running yes. again and they would say yes. uh, no he's not he's really not <laughs> he's not right you think he's not gonna run oh i don't know that how can i know that how no, can i know no, what do you what do your guts tell you um my guts don't tell me like black white yes or no my guts tell me the like i have various scenarios played out in my in my head and um the question that that I asked myself was why the second week of January did I mean so November second or whatever okay shine and then yeah then midterm elections and then and then December now what happens the second week of January that now the story has to come out what changed and my theory here is he had said that he would be meeting with his family over the holidays, and then right after the holidays, he would announce his Make decision on whether, whether or not he's running. And now you have a lot of, lot of big, big names in the Democratic Party, people who have been fantasizing about running their whole lives, probably. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, right. Among and, others. And probably like dozens, like hundreds of others that, that we don't even know, that are not on our radar screens, and who might, might not end up running, might, yes, who knows. But you have many people... And they're sitting on Spilkus, as we, as we say. They are sitting anxiously waiting. When is Now, if Biden says he's running, good. If Biden says he's not running, their biggest nightmare is if Biden is going to make the announcement when they're like in the bathroom or something, and then one of their challenger, one of their competitors, announces first. is going to, is going to ha- even though they have to announce, is going to have a 20-minute a, a head start on getting the donors, getting all the most the, the talented campaign people. So right now, every, every day that goes by, 
is time lost is money lost, etc. So these people, they're like Biden. Yes or no, but you, ma- you must make up your mind right now because... And, he, and he's not taking the bait. Now, not that he's not taking the bait. I'm, I'm kind of convinced. So Biden doesn't want to run again, obviously. His wife doesn't want to run again. I mean, his family, the, the, nothing good happened to them right. so far from this whole... They don't need the money. They got plenty they of money. Well, yeah. He's got plenty of money. Yeah. So why, why would they... Why is it in there? And, and look, the party you know, would, would love to just move on from him. Yeah. He had this opportunity the last... Uh, you know, two months, the last two months of the year where a lot of stories broke his way. And he, his approval rating, the average approval rating went from 37 up to 44. And he was trying to make the case that he's one of the most impactful presidents of all time. Yes. 11 million jobs created, blah, blah, right. whatever, right? And but, but, How much truth is there to that? Um, it's, it's all spin, but, but that's not, but he believes it probably. And his base believes it. I mean, look, there are ways of looking at it where, he, where yes, it is factual that, and he could make that claim. Although we all know that it's mostly as a result of people who dropped out of the workforce because of COVID right. and they just went right back in. Right. So he's like, well, more than all modern presidents combined, Tim Khatoyeva, right? But and it's because of his policies. Like, but he can't successfully make that argument unless most people agree with him. And you can't make that argument when you're 37% support. But if you're at 48 or 49%, and then you can say, this is the highest I've, I've been in 18 months, then you could make that case. And things add up. Right? And then it's like, and look, my approval rating went from 37 up to 49. The problem is it went up to 44, and then it's kind of stagnated. And he's like, you know what? Maybe if I wait another week or two, it'll go up even more. And the party's like, dude, you gotta, you got to come out right now. You told us after the holidays, we waited this long. We, we were very respectful, but come on. And he was still, he's like, okay, guys, I understand you're, you're a little anxious, but give me a couple of weeks or maybe a little longer. And they're like, if you don't, do, this, is, this is theory, this is speculation, but um, I guess we'll find out over the coming weeks and months if, if, if this is plausible. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to force your hand. Here's a story that is not actually going to hurt you, but is going to cause a lot of headache. It's not going to hurt him because, like, Trump has the same thing. It's, it's not, it's not going to do anything to him. Yeah, it's just going to give him a huge headache and, and potentially set up all these investigations that who knows where the, that's going to end up. It gives, the, it gives the base a reason to be able to turn their backs on him with a clear conscience. No, because they're not, they haven't it's yet. Like, no, he's the greatest president in the world, but the classifieds, uh, no, not really. Trump because is bad and he's bad. So. Because his base turning on him is bad for the party because then it creates, right, we, it a, does. It creates can, a vacuum. No, but it's enough for them to say, you know what, maybe you should step aside. Right. This is, this is not a, internally, not a good, not a good internally they would say It that would seem him. like they want that vacuum in order to get an electable person in there. Perhaps. Who's, who's most electable right now? Of the Democrats? I think it's Newsom. Okay, that's I don't a think tough he has, call Newsom. No. Come on, I think he has that star power. I do. He does. That's. I mean, that's good a, looking that's a guy. Safe, that's a safe. Speaks uh, well. You probably think DeSantis would be the would be the answer for the Republicans. I like him, but he's not nearly as polished as Newsom. Newsom is a lot more polished. Yeah, but he presents a lot much of, better. He's very to the left. But is it because yes, Newsom, but DeSantis is very to the right. Yeah, I but guess. but Newsom isn't really under fire the way DeSantis is. So maybe True. if Newsom was under fire, maybe maybe he wouldn't be as polished. Good point. Valid so, point. Yes. That's a valid point. So, I mean, you know. Sense can't do anything without getting, uh, without getting killed. I mean, look at the difference between, between Ted Cruz and uh, Andrew Cuomo. 
people always say, you know, you know, Democrats have it so much easier than Republicans. Republicans are under so much scrutiny. Everything they do, everything. But at the same time, Republicans have so much more backbone as a result. They have so much more practice. So you look at Ted Cruz, like yeah, he'll he's, say anything. he's basically impervious to any yes. like like. There's nothing that can, that can touch him anymore. Um, whereas Cuomo, he had one. But he's not thing. electable, Ted Cruz. I in my opinion, he's not. But electable. that's not. I'm, I'm just using Ted Something Cruz and very Cuomo as a stand-in. About him. Fine, but I'm just using them as stand-in for for the party in general. I'm saying how sometimes it breaks in, in in the favor of the Democrats because Democrats might have scandals that 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 don't become stories, but Republicans have so much more resilience as a result, and so Cuomo. He was, he, you know, it was inevitable that he was going to his entire. He was supposed to be the next Democrat, Democratic president, yes. and 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 his whole thing was derailed. You look at so many, but that was the Me Too movement. Fine, it's look, different. Yeah, but no, but look at Al Franken. Look at how yes. his entire career ended also in about, about, also about one too. minute. Also, fine, me too. and then OK, Rod Blagojevich, the guy who sold yes. the governor yes. of Illinois, who sold yes. Ob- tried to sell Obama's Senate seat, and, got and then pardoned started, by Trump, and got pardoned by Trump. Yes, and he he he. Um, he was so unprepared for dealing with controversy that his first reaction was, let me call the, the Chicago Tribune or whatever and let me start threatening these people. And like, what did you think was going to happen? Right. So <laughs> Democrats... He dug his own grave. So, Dem- so there's certain... So you you're know, saying the Republicans know way better how to maneuver in, I'm in, saying in that scene. Overall, it ends, up, it ends up evening out. Right? I hear that. I hear that. That's interesting. And I, I, I would want to know, like, let's say it is going to be Trump as the nominee. Is it going to be is it going to be different than 2016? Like that campaign, like now I feel like everyone knows what Trump is about. Yeah. And it's a little bit it's a different playing field. Yeah. Right. Because you, on the one hand, people think, you know, especially those on the right think that Biden's a disaster. Right. Okay. But. At the same time, you know that Trump – now you know what he's about. Before, he was a wild card, and people took a chance. Mm-hmm. And here, he didn't win in 2020. What do you think he does differently in 2024 that will give him an edge? I mean, is he going to ensure uh, integrity of elections? Is he going to – like, what's his play? So, first of all, it's not about what we know about Trump. It's about what Trump has learned about the system. And about governance. He had never been in politics. He had right. never been in government right. before. Now he is he's facing something that he himself is intimately familiar with. And not just that, but something he has very high stakes in. When he, did it, when he announced it the first time, he, he didn't have any kind of stake in it. And he was like, hey, maybe was I'll move my profile. Yeah, right, gamble, right. Exactly. Now he knows exactly what went wrong the first time. And he knows what to do differently and what to do better. And that could be very uh, reassuring if you're a Trump supporter and very frightening if you are on the other side of that uh, or if you're not sure what side you're on. Um, do you think the January 6th is a disqualifier? Wow. This, we're I just went there so yeah. many times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But I think before we get there, is there somebody that you would see from the Democratic Party that could give Trump a challenge among his own base? Meaning... Tulsi Gabbard? Oh. I don't know. I mean, but isn't, no, isn't Tulsi, I just qualify wait, didn't Tulsi leave the Democrat Party? I yeah, want to qualify the question. Is she independent now? I guess. Because people see Trump as extreme right, and there are Republicans that are much more moderate. Can mm. the Democrats pull them, and who would they need to do that? It ain't going to be Gavin Newsom, I can tell you that. No. You need true. a more no, a Tulsi moderate Gabbard. Democrat. Tulsi Gabbard. That's, 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 that's a perfect. It's the perfect person. Mm, this but is, is she this even is... thinking of running? 
Not as far as we know. This is a question that the the Democrats have been dealing with for a va- I mean, look, John McCain wanted to draft uh, Joe Lieberman as his as his right, place. right. I mean, today's climate it doesn't work. the the people who The people who like Trump, what they like about Trump is not necessarily. I mean, they it's described as a cult. But if Trump vanishes, they're going to look for someone who who exhibits what they like about Trump and doesn't have to be Trump himself or doesn't have to be a Republican and doesn't have to be someone like Trump. There's a lot that Trump has in common um, with, uh, let's say, Musk in terms of their approach to things, even although if you actually try to compare the two people, there's almost nothing to compare just in terms of in, in yes. terms of style, in terms of accomplishments, yes. in terms of yes. policies, in terms of beliefs. But you know what? If if it's if it's someone like Trump, someone like Musk, ultimately, if he's that candidate satisfies what they what they're hoping and expecting, doesn't matter what the actual policies are. Doesn't matter which party they they uh, subscribe to. True. So, what do you think now? About but my question: the January sixth. The, the the Do you think it's a disqualifier for Trump? Which part of January sixth is a disqualifier? How, I mean, January sixth as a, a legal question? No, 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 no. Do you think it's a disqualifier? I'm saying as. He I mean, you know that that's what the Democrats... He can't ever win because of it. No. He yeah. can't win what? He, the you, commercials, you, he has all the commercials. The yeah, it's, it's nonstop. We've been inundated with January 6th. Listen, we, we've said before, January 6th was a horrible day. We all, I was all, there. I was right. there. I was there. You were there? Yeah. I was there, yeah. I, that was my job. I mean, I, I, was, I covered it. What was your take Wait, on it where, at the time? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where were you? You I read not, the Capitol? I did not go inside. I was <laughs> I, No, wait, wait. I, I would uh-huh. have been allowed to. No, no, no. I have a pass. I'm allowed to go inside. Uh, uh. I'm allowed to go inside. I just, I'm not, I was uh. saving my, look, how, how would I have been able to make that remark about what if it's my, my, my last show before I die, uh. if I would have uh, gone in the, I mean, I, I wasn't taking unnecessary risks. So you saw it as being a risk? Um, because... No, I, the, I the January know before 6th, that, before that, what wait, was your impression as January, it was going down? Wait, that's wait, what I want to know. Before that, yeah. was Jan- it like total behalo? No, no. Before you that's get a, to that, that's a, that's a good question. Bef- so before, before you get, get to, that. to that, before you get to that, because he's saying he didn't go into the Capitol. Why take unnecessary risks? But according to the January sixth panel, there was no risk. Everything was hunky dory, and this, you know, there was this secret, you know, movement that was that was happening to take over the government and we yeah. didn't know and we were not prepared for it because they have to say that because if they were prepared for it then why were there not why were there no troops why did Nancy Pelosi not take Trump on his offer to have national guard yeah so their talking point is no we didn't expect that anything like this was going to happen yeah if Nancy Pelosi thought it was going to happen there would have been national guard there nobody could have expected this but now you're telling me i knew something was going down i didn't even fully answer your question about the difference between Trump 2020 That's like, true. I didn't even answer that question. That's true. And now you, we keep you're, jumping th- you're throwing if we have January so many questions. questions. And you only got to the f- one question yes. on your list. Literally. So <laughs> literally good, one good question. Call on us, not, uh, on us not uh, going Finishing through the whole, the Unless you want to you wanna pull a Nissan Black and, and uh, do it in part <laughs> we uh, could, we one could, or two. One part we could two. do that. Yeah. We could do that. Um, so, okay. So you want me to answer about January 6th? Yes. Okay. Why didn't you go into the Capitol? Why didn't I? Sounds I guess like a, uh, Hashem. Like a, uh, the, no, I mean, look. No, you you felt I, something I, was I, off. I, I don't know. Is I, that I did, what it was? I just I just didn't feel comfortable uh, going in. Let's put it that way. Um, okay, there. To me, that's a big statement. Okay, to me, that's a huge statement. Okay, it's a huge statement for the I reasons just, I said I'm before. I'm still trying to get. Let the me tell you. Let me tell you. Ground. Okay, yeah, so we're getting I'll to that. Give you a, this was before. Why didn't you go? I, I now will, we will find I will out. Give you a, where were you? I will give you a foreshadowing, a conversation from. Earlier that morning, that for me totally foreshadowed the entire the entire uh, uh, January sixth uh, insurrection riot, call it whatever you want. So 
I was talking to, uh, you know, this random guy. You know, we go over, go over people say, hey, where are you from? What are you here for? Yada, yada, right? And we're schmoozing and the guy's like, was saying how lax security was, he felt. And he was like, you know, I always carry. And he's like, I have a gun in my car. And, uh, you know, I, I, but I think if I would have, if I would have uh, wanted to, I could have sm- snuck a gun in. Now, this is we're talking about Trump's speech that morning at the ellipse. So outside the White House, we're, this is before before the 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 yes. the, the, yeah, the, the famous Capitol, one. the famous one. So the speech we're finished go at about one o'clock. Peacefully. That's one, and, and and I'll be there. Right. So let's say it's I don't know eleven in the morning or whatever. When this conversation is taking place two hours before people started filing towards it, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I felt security was not as tight as I would have expected." And and I'm like, "Oh, uh, where'd you park your car?" And he's like, "Oh, whatever. It's at a garage a couple miles." Miles away. Okay, fine. That was that conversation, and I only remembered it based, as I saw it was unfolding afterwards. I'm like, oh wow! Like, aren't we lucky that the guy actually left his gun in his car? But then I was thinking, who plans an insurrection by telling everybody, guys, don't bring any weapons, but if you find the fire extinguisher, throw it. Like, do me a <laughs> yeah, favor. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do me a favor. A, yeah, but at the same time. The Republicans handed this to the Democrats on a silver platter, and they have every right to exploit every second of it for their own political gain. For sure. This for is sure. yours. Republicans Take would it, do the same enjoy. thing. And if they wouldn't, then they, yeah, what are yeah. they worth? Right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, this is the biggest thing that – the biggest gift you could ever give a political party, a rival – is this type of thing and all the footage and the fact that the law and order party beating up officers like and and then the the cops that committed suicide or or had strokes in the following months and now you say you see all these deaths caused as a result of it's it's the perfect gift that the republicans could have ever given to the democrats but it just doesn't make sense who plans a government takeover without right. any weapons when these are the most weaponized people who actually had guns right, right there in their cars that were, were parked a couple miles away. Maybe right. some were closer, but seriously, there was enough time to go to his car and at 1 o'clock. And I mean, the National Guard didn't come in until I think 7 p.m. So he had plenty of time. Um, what did it feel like being there? It was weird. It was so You like, felt a weird energy. It was very weird. First, just the walk, walking from the White House to it's we're talking about a mile and a half, and seeing all these Trump uh, supporters with their flags, and then and then seeing all the uh, passersby uh, cursing them out, and people like uh, screaming insults out of windows. It was a very tense environment. So you're going from this rally. We have. 500,000 people who are all like-minded believe the same thing and are feeling good about it. Is it that much? Uh, maybe 300,000. Wow. Uh, I think 500,000 wow. is, is a I didn't, I didn't realize estimate. it was that no, much. No, no, yeah. huge it was amount of people. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Of the 500,000, how many of them actually went to the to the Capitol? Maybe 100,000. I mean, uh, uh, not walked all. To the, walked, walked to the Capitol. Yeah, not all, but probably, a, I mean, a huge percent. How many went into the Capitol? A few thousand. Um, so, but but then to see these people walking, um, like like doing this walk, and seeing the kind of like like the insults and then them screaming insults back, it it, it suddenly ch- the mood changed so quickly from this this comfortable cozy we're all on the same team and we all love each other to we're in unfamiliar territory and like like we don't know someone might throw something at us or we're in or, enemy or, territory we're in, exactly it snapped them out of that like hey this is not where uh, this is not MAGA country and <laughs> then when. 
reference. Yeah, you got the reference. Yes. Okay, Jesse Smollett. Yeah. yeah. Then when they when they really arrive, I mean, it's very easy to get masses to just follow someone doing something stupid, and maybe uh, FBI instigated it, maybe Antifa instigated it. Not that it matters. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there were elements of those. Not that it was even coordinated. If you're an Antifa guy, you know, you, it might be fun for you, or, or you might uh, you, you might. Um, you might do it just for the for the shtick, or you might do it because, well, do it because or most likely you would do it and then you would film it and and then you hope your right. video goes viral. Right. Not that you're even conscious of what's going on outside of Adamas. You might think, hey, this is the only place where they're trying to break in, and it's because I sent them, but now I have this exclusive footage. Right. So I'm not saying that happened. I, I, I mean, I, we saw the the same video footage afterwards. Um, and I don't want you getting banned on YouTube again, so I'm not going to say that the FBI agent, um, allegedly. But, like, whatever. There are a lot of unanswered questions. Um, well, Kevin McCarthy says they're going to be releasing a lot of this stuff. Good. Supposedly. Let's, let, let's hope whatever he releases is I going can't to... Believe I, I don't believe it's going to happen be, uh, as, as explosive as the whole January 6th was altogether. The other thing that people really don't understand is the... The, the the legal side of of what went down on January sixth and why Democrats are so petrified and what Trump's actual move was um, to to try to turn over overturn the election as the Democrats term it, which is what he was trying to do, which which essentially is using the rules against in a way that it was not really intended for. So um, ah, the, interesting. Okay, so. Ron Paul ran for president, and he knew he he wasn't going to win popular support. But he also knew that he doesn't need popular support. He just right. needs enough delegates right. to be able to, uh, to, to, to deny anybody else the 50.1% majority. And so his people went to every single state where the delegates are not bound. So some states where there are bound delegates, some are not. So, uh, And they basically tried getting people to register as delegates for other candidates, but really be loyalists to him. And then if he would have had enough such delegates, and he, in 2012, he won, I think he ended up winning. Uh, so Romney was the winner, right? Newt Gingrich came in second place, and Rick Santorum came in third place. Paul came in fourth. But if you look at how many delegates, Ron, Ron Paul, if I remember correctly, actually won the second second to most delegates because he he gamed the system. He gamed the system. And, exactly what I was going to say. And before the next election, they changed they changed the rules so that something like this can't be repeated as effectively anymore. When Trump didn't uh, didn't try to do anything that hadn't been attempted before, with the exception of telling the vice president yeah, to refuse to open right, the envelopes. Right. But everything else was was all like completely precedented the, right. the, the idea of there being two slates of delegates where where the legislature will send one one list of delegates and let's say the governor or the secretary of state will send another list of delegates and now let congress fight it, fight it over that's something that had happened it hadn't happened since the 1800s as far as I know. Right. But, but it happened. It, it happened. That's right. how Rutherford Hayes became president. He lost a popular vote. He lost the electoral majority. And he still became president because he was able to get three states, the alternate um, electors, to be recognized as the legitimate electors. And it was like the night of the election, Hayes went to sleep telling everyone, listen, nice try was, was we fought Better a good fight and and exactly and he woke up in the morning they're like listen there's actually a path for you and he he was he took it they they didn't back then the inauguration was in march so now it's january 20th then it was march so it wasn't until two days before the uh before the inauguration that they decided to officially 
declare him the, the, the winner. Wow. So Hayes and Tilden fought it out from November all the way to the end of uh, February. Did Trump think that something like that was going to happen? I mean, did he think, I think he did, yeah. that yeah. he was yeah, actually sure. going to walk away with this election? Yeah, for so, sure. For sure. Like in his mind, because he th- there's another path of or another group of people that just seem to think that he was just doing it just to do it. Like, how long are you going to keep this up, Mr. President? Yeah. I don't know, about a month. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, there, no, there's definitely truth to both of them. Think of a like a, a an audience and a performer. The performer feeds off the audience, and the audience feeds off the performer. If the audience is... I mean, have you ever asked yourself this? Like, why is it that the only time that it's okay to boo someone who's doing a bad job is like a guy who's trying to make you laugh? Like, you'll never see like a plumber will come in, he'll do the boo! <laughs> no one does that, right? Well... No, but who does that? Who stands and goes, boo, to a plumber? They were like on uh, DMV or waiting online to long line. and start screaming, boo, long line, me no likey. You going to do that? He might so, do it. He I, might do now it. that I gave him an idea. But this is an excellent you. idea at the DMV. This boo has been brought to you by Jake Turbs, <laughs> as heard on the Kiddush Club podcast. So, okay. What is it? What's the shot? The shot is that when you're going up there, you're both feeding off each other's energy. And if you're bombing, you are projecting negative energy that is actually painful for those in the audience. And it, you're in such pain that you're, you're screaming out in pain. Stop it. Make it stop. You're not entertaining me. I'm, I am, I'm hurting for how bad you're doing right now. A plumber is not actually hurting you in that, in that, in that regard, right? It's not an so, emotional thing. He's not performing yeah. for yeah, you. He's, giving, he, he's, doing, a he's doing a service for you. Correct. And, and right. it's not he a, could it's mess not a relationship. Over. You're not in a relationship it's, with him. It's not but an comedian, emotional bond that... You're both right. dependent on each other. When when Trump said this election was stolen, it's because all the internal polling show that that there's no way he's losing. Right. He he, he increased his his votes from 63 million to 74 million, and I mean was the yeah. most ever. I mean the, he, they showed he was on project. Yeah. No, for any president, yeah, everybody for went re-election. to sleep and he he was projected to win, and then everybody woke up and he didn't win. And well, it was I was like, wait. What? Look, I was at the White House that night, so I. I saw how it how it unfolded from their end. They were very convinced that they had it in the bag, and uh, many reporters were like, "I mean, there were reporters who who were like, Mom, like, oh my god, I can't believe I can't believe we're going through this again. Oh, it's like 2016 all over again.' There were some of them were really bitter um, about it. Most of them, like, whatever, wouldn't say something like, that. but but I like I heard grumbling. Um, and the mood at the White House was this is this is going to be there's going to be a victory uh, a declaration, and that didn't happen that night and over the next couple of days the states that hadn't yet reported the results on election night um started reporting results that were being heavily lopsided in favor of biden which which only lent right credibility to the conspiracy but the theory, truth right. is that all of that was expect to be expected right and right. trump even orchestrated he wanted all his people to vote on election day so that the states that don't report the the early voting until so there are some states like pennsylvania for example where they don't start vote, start counting until election night florida starts counting like a week or two early Although right, the early right. ballots. Do you think he's going to— so, so Pennsylvania will release the, the Boy Bayoim results right. before they will release the, 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 the mail-in mail-ins. votes. Yep. So, yeah, he wanted it to look, wow, how could it be that Biden won 92% of every vote that came in? That must be its rig. That, that was part of their— was their, part of the original yeah, strategy. Of course. At the same time, though, uh-huh. so did Trump really believe it when he started saying it was rigged? Not really, because he didn't have any. I mean, I was there at his first briefing when he went, when he came out and he said, "Well, there are a lot of uh, problems in regulatory, and we're going, and our legal team is going to be blah blah." 
And I was like, yeah, this is very not convincing. I mean, you haven't presented anything that to me sounds like has right. any kind of... He never in did. Fact, there was never ha- any well, evidence. But, but now he, he has doesn't. talking points. But back then, he, he wasn't even grasping at straws. He just threw out a couple of words here or there. Pennsylvania, poll watchers, whatever. I don't, I don't remember the words. Some buzzwords. That's it. And then he saw how his audience lapped it up. And then the audience fueled the energy right back at him. Uh, and he bounced it back at them to the point now where, yeah, he believes it and his audience believes it because because they've been feeding off of this kind of energy off each other. Feedback loop. Now, yeah, doesn't mean doesn't mean it's not true. Doesn't mean there aren't uh, you know anomalies but, and weird things. But yeah. when it actually happened, when it was going down, he didn't he didn't know whether or how. Um, well, the difference I think is going to be if we see in twenty twenty four that he takes steps to mitigate. Any type. Yeah, of, he's been taking those steps for the past few years, and, which means he really yeah. believes that it happened. Does he believe in his heart that he? I don't think so. Who knows what he believes? At this point, so. maybe he does. It. I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't know, know. what he. I don't, believes. I don't think he. Believes I don't know what he believes. I don't think he. Believes. I don't know you what he believes. It. I, I think that he sits back and says that. I think how could it be that Joe Biden got the most votes ever in the history of the United States? Because he's the most pol- because Trump is the most polarizing guy, and either you love him or you hate him. And, but if more people hate, then you're done. And 35 states sent ballots to every single mailbox right. in the state. Right. So and, more uh, people right, voted. There were a lot of duplicates. Yes, more people in history. Yeah, and are we going to have a situation where there my, will be mail-in voting again? You don't yes, know. Yes, um, yes. Most, no, no, no. Most states, most states uh, uh, phased it out. Uh, I, I think automatic universal mail-in uh, ballots over this past election, I think, was only was about maybe 11 states that did it, down from 35. Oh, really? Most states, yeah. New Jersey, for example, where I'm registered, uh, did not have automatic mail. Right, you had to request it. You had to request, you had to request it. it. Right, so, right. look, if you request it, that, that's not the problem. The but problem, you know what? They, they played the game and they won. You know what I mean? Democrats, yes. So yeah, all of these changes. 100%. Republicans the way, could have done the same thing. They could have. And you know what? They they, they muffed they, it. They, they and not just that. The bigger question is why didn't they learn the lesson in the midterms right. this time around? Right, right. Okay. Um, wow. The, the um, I don't know if people want to just hash over this stuff. Yeah, I know. At, I was thinking at, the at same this point, thing. Right. I was thinking the same thing. Way too much on. Yeah, this on, is politics. Be in. What's no, up? No, no, no. Politics no, but, being, but, but why now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to. No, talk so, about so, it. so, so, so your question is moving forward. Your question is what's he doing different moving forward? And I'm saying he's he's. Trying to yes, obviously he's working on it. And obviously he has plans, but um, the mistake people also make is that it's not about the popular vote. It's not about your vote. It, there's the micro and the macro. On a micro level, your vote is 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 between you and your government. And if your government catches you committing fraud, you are going to jail, and they are going to throw the book at you, and you're going to get fines. And it, it's just not worth it. If you get three ballots to your address. All, to, all in your name, you're going to say, okay, so is it worth having two extra ballots in a state that probably doesn't matter anyway, and then I might go to jail for five years per account, and then, you know, no, it's not worth it. So that's really what's, what's, what's keeping the, the system in place. However, on a macro level, your vote never mattered. The popular vote never mattered. The system wasn't even, I mean, the first few elections. Well, we're most, a con- there's a constitutional republic. It's not a democracy. Most states didn't even have direct voting. Most states in the beginning, uh, until like the 1820s, right. the legislature decided who's, right. who the delegates right. were going to be. And this is all by design. Right. I mean, this is, this is what yeah. the so, United so, States so, is not a democracy. People forget that. It's right. A, it's, a, it's a constitutional republic. So December 15th, the day that the Electoral College said Joe Biden is the president of the United States, President-elect, that's when he became the president-elect, period. It doesn't matter how much fraud you uncover. It's not relevant. And this had already been um, why... 
People are now starting to find out that Grover Cleveland had two non-consecutive terms now that Trump's attempting it. But Cleveland wasn't the only one who tried. Um, Grant tried and he failed. Um, Teddy Roosevelt tried. But but uh, Cleveland was a, was the only one who succeeded. In, and why? Why was it so important that he run again against Benjamin Harrison? Because there was a lot of fraud in the um, 18. 18- 88 election. Um, there's a lot of fraud. There were four states that, that he believed were, um, were stolen from him, and he won the popular vote by, by a big margin, and he believed he should have won those four states. He's a president running for election, and there were a lot of shenanigans. And the courts essentially said, okay, you don't like the outcome. At this point, you could change the rules moving forward, but you can't go back and – I mean you can't remove the president. It's never going to happen, and the, the courts wouldn't even touch it. And that's why the courts didn't touch any of the Trump lawsuits, not because they didn't have merit necessarily, meaning you're going to say 60, whatever, seven lawsuits, not a single one had merit and, and were all dismissed within a matter of, of weeks. The courts were like nishtofman politis, I would say. And it's like, like this, is, this is beyond my pay grade. We can't – like. There's no chance of overturning. No, this. no, no, not, no re- chance. The we're courts not were not designed. This. Let's talk about this in the future, right? But, but even not, before the electoral is... college met, the courts were like, "We don't have the power to have any say on elections. This, like, we can't touch this stuff. This, right. like, we were never given this power." So they were like, "We're dismissing it. We're kicking it down to someone else to deal with." Supreme Court said the same thing. Um, the the Justice Department said the same thing, essentially. So it just sounds like the state of the republic is healthy. Like no. all this. This sounds healthy. No, <laughs> meaning That's if you're great. telling me <laughs> that was great. Where, yeah, why? Because you're like it sounds like no, everything's I'll healthy. Tell you his why. Face. They can't see his face, yeah. but he's like no, no, no. This sounds like something Joe Biden might say. <laughs> meaning, meaning things are working the you way. Know, like, like, so I call me he's like these are all the laws that Hillary broke with her private right. server. And Afap can we're not no pro- private <laughs> no prosecutor would ever take It doesn't mean the things are fair. It means that things are working the way they were designed to work. Would you until, say that until that's they correct? don't, until someone like Trump says, "Hey, you know what? Let's figure out a way how to throw a, a curveball and a monkey wrench and a kitchen sink." All and none things. of it worked. Right. What he's saying, what he say, no, what he's saying is, it came close to working, and had it worked, then we would you would throw a monkey wrench in the entire yes, system. But but again, so that's what I'm saying to you that um, the state of the republic work. is one no, that's no, working it didn't as it's work. to. It didn't work because the Democrats outmaneuvered him with the universal mail-in ballots, which they, they were able to do because of COVID and because right. 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 we can't. Right. Social distancing. Right. And if you ask for, you request, demand call um, the voter ID, you're a racist. Like, right. they're, they're gaming the system the same they, way. They, exactly. They're they just more organized. They're more organized and Trump Nothing is more to talk about. Yeah, that's Democrats difference. did a but much better job. But it seems like job. it's a pl- fair playing field. Yeah. If the Republicans okay. could do the same thing, yeah. yes. they, they didn't take advantage. Okay, Democrats win. They outmaneuvered you. All right, I want to move. Let's move away from so, this. So let's, so let's, let's move, move back to your previous this. question about the difference between Trump 2020 and Trump 2024. Oh, yes. It's a very quick, simple answer. And this is what I said back in 2015, 2016. This is what I said in 2020. This is what I'm saying now. The only way Trump ever had or has or will have a chance to win an election is as the underdog. He has to be the underdog. And that's why 2016 was the underdog. As a president, you can't be an effective underdog running for your own reelection. Right. It's just not possible. Right now, every single – and people might read into this and maybe I'm a secret Trump supporter or whatever. Okay. <laughs> this is the reality the way I understand it. Every single thing that breaks against Trump now 
only further solidifies his underdog status. Mm. Every donor who breaks away from him. So it's almost like we should expect bad news. His voter base. We should expect bad news. You're saying if they're running the strategy correctly. No, it's not not a strategy. There's no strategy for him to be the underdog. It's a mitzias. Mitzias is he has to claw his way up. He can't punch down, right? Right. And he has to be seen as the the guy who's standing up for, like the guy who's being clobbered by all these big, shadowy, shady, who knows what. And and that and, and he's able to still hold his ground. I think that's his default at this point. It is, and so. But when it happens within his own base, when when big segments of his base break away and say, you know, what, we're going to brace DeSantis because he's more stable, or donors say we're not we're not giving another penny to Trump. All of this makes him more of an underdog. And now it's like no one expects Trump to win. And oh, the Kanye story, oh, even better. The FBI raid, oh yeah. It was like the Access Hollywood tape came out at a time when there was a 0% chance that Trump was going to win last time. And then you bring out the Access Hollywood tape. It's like, right. hello. And, and, and not just that, but you had all the leadership within the party saying, get out. You know, the, the chairman of the Republican Party, the Speaker of the House, Chris Christie. They were all saying, dude, get out. Get out. Salvage right. what you can. And there was sure no enough. there was no bigger underdog than Trump the week after Access Hollywood. Yes. And right now, if he... Lemaisa, his base, as much as they, they say they're going to brace someone else, I don't see any scenario where anyone could defeat Trump in a Republican primary. Wow. There's definitely not DeSantis. There's no really? way DeSantis def- can, can stand up to Trump. And I've, I've, Well, first of all, just the fact that whoever comes out the year after an election never has the, the stamina to be able to stay relevant for three years. That's what happened to Scott Walker. That's what happened um, to Rudy Giuliani. That's what happened to Howard Dean in 2004. Rudy Giuliani was, was the heir apparent. And, and for like three years, everyone said he'll be the next president of the United States. He didn't win a single state. Neither yeah. did Howard Dean. Neither did uh, Scott Walker. He, 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 won, he won a recall campaign in Wisconsin, which was then a blue state. He uh, destroyed the unions. And everyone's like, "What?" And he was clobbering media, whatever. Like yeah, all these, like, like yes. sound bites. He he couldn't get out of the second debate. It's it's, it's it is, so crazy how precedent really always prevails. No, not not anymore. Now precedent is like the exact opposite. Like whatever precedent was, it's like punk fakert. You're saying that DeSantis won't but have I'm, a chance. I'm, I'm just saying I don't think DeSantis has a chance. He's too perfect. And precedent too, says he won't. He, but but too early. He he just he just he he just you know. Um, I want I want to digress for a second because you brought it up. It's old news already, but I just want to just for the record. You mentioned Kanye. Yeah. Is is there a possibility that Trump is really a secret anti-Semite? Um, if he's a secret anti-Semite, then he would be very bad at keeping that a secret because everyone calls him an anti-Semite anyway. <laughs> no, no, because I, I don't. <laughs> I mean it this way. I don't yeah. believe that he's an anti-Semite. I, I don't. There's in his heart. I, in his heart, I just I, I don't think it's possible that he's really an anti-Semite. Okay. You think it is possible that he's an anti-Semite, and and that was why he sat with Kanye. We know why he sat with Kanye. We know he, we know it was a setup. We know who set him up. Yes. We. I also know no, personally. But um, why can, did... I, can I say something that's yeah. gonna, like a little edgy? Yeah, over yeah, I love it. Secret Service. God bless them all. And whoever you know is in charge of security at Mar-a-Lago, they're probably trying really hard. I don't want to get anybody fired, but they are not. It, it's it's not like the Secret Service that the White House has. Let's just put it that way. You're saying the Mar-a-Lago crew. I'm just saying that it is a lot easier to get into Mar-a-Lago without, have, without having to go through a background check than it is to get, get into, into the, the White, White House. House. Right. And, and I don't know if Secret Service has much of a say in it either because Secret Service might not necessarily be aware of But why did he do who, it? I'm saying what? Who, his, Kanye? Trump. Trump? 
Kanye calls up Trump. He was Trump. set up, yes. Kanye calls up Trump. The whole thing was a setup. He, he, Nick Fuentes, he, uh, we got it. Hearts. No, Fuentes was part of the setup. Yes. But, but, yeah. what, but Trump, wait, he didn't know who Nick Fuentes was? He didn't know what Kanye who? was up to? Would you recognize Nick Fuentes if he was sitting right here right now? Fine. You wouldn't. Kanye? Nobody would. Trump didn't Fuentes know what, had been off Trump of social know, media for a couple of years. Trump didn't then. know what Kanye was up to? No, why would he? He know? was all over the news twenty four seven. No, but Kanye is calling him up, crying, saying, "Listen, I'm losing all these opportunities. The same people you hate are 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 bashing you." And Trump, I was there for you, so you got to be there for me. I yeah. want to sit down and give me some advice. You're the smartest guy I know. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll work. By okay, the way. that would yeah. work with me. I mean, <laughs> now what Trump couldn't have known is that. Milo Yiannopoulos was the one who was telling Kanye exactly what to say to entice Trump into agreeing to this meeting. And Milo had a had had some. Um, it's crazy because Milo was some, such some a huge he Trump was supporter. He was, and that's you why a, you know spurred lover uh, a dynamic over yes, here, yes. right? So he's like, I'm going to teach Trump a lesson, and I'm going to make Kanye a mega viral, and I'm going to make a lot of money to be able to pay off my debts. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, let's bring in Nick Fuentes for good measure because no one has a a, a worse. Reputation. a brand to be associated right. with right. Fuentes. Fuentes, yeah. and nobody would recognize him because he's like a 23, 24 year old guy who's been off of social media for a couple of years so people don't really remember right. what he looked like right. unless they're fans of him so the fact that Trump didn't recognize him might actually indicate that he's not a fan of Fuentes um, because Trump would have been savvy enough to not let him in I think the, the biggest avla here is his campaign should have right. should have actually tried to figure out who comes into these right Trump has 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 dinner with with people all the time and, and right, and, but and this, sometimes they're not. Look, this I, is like this was the dumbest move ever, and it's hard to believe. I brought that. I, I I brought my I brought one of my kids once to Mar a Lago to have lunch with Trump, and um, could we could you bring us? Maybe are you my serious? Kid? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. You might be our treat. We take you to Florida. We're all no, expense paid. Get I, us in. We want to have a, we want to have a sit down. Uh, no, uh, um, we want the ki- we want him on the cast. Oof, that's a big one. But the point is, he's a big ass. He he doesn't know what my kid's uh, political views are. Like he has no idea. Right. How, like what right. if what if what if my kid hates dogs? What if my kid hates puppies? And now Trump has to now answer for that. Right. So right. Right. It's the campaign people whose job it is to make sure right. that he their counter looks huge, good. Huge. They should have. That was yeah. And I imagine that they've tightened up that circle quite a bit. Yeah. 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 For sure. Right. I mean that, that that's what's been reported that they that, you know they're not gonna fool me fool me once shame on you. And we are going to pause it right there. That was part one of our sit-down with Jake Turks. And stay tuned for the rest of the conversation. Thanks for listening, guys. You can follow Kiddish Club on Twitter. We're at Kiddish Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram. We are at Kiddish Club Podcast. And you can now find us on the new and quickly growing 24-6 app. Uh, and if you'd like to see the videos that we discuss and be alerted first when we release an episode, join our WhatsApp group. You can do that by visiting our website, www.kiddishclubpodcast.com. You can also shoot us an email. We are hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. You can send us your thoughts, your comments, suggestions, or just to say hi. And Kiddish Club, out. I do wonder about that a lot. Like, like in a hundred years from now, yeah. right? Like, are my like great grandchildren going to be like, what? What is this, <laughs> <laughs> mommy? What is this? Who is this guy? Oh, shh! Sh- go back to bed, Moishi. Go back to bed. <laughs> it's all getting deleted. Yeah. We're nuking it. I don't okay. think so. I think no, no, once wait, it's out there, it's out there. On.
And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.